welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Stop battling with storage bags filled with either too much or too little milk. The Milky's Milk Savers, no, the Milky's Milk Trays, freeze your milk in one ounce sticks. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. Sarah's Chill offers guaranteed convenience with their double-walled stainless steel container. And we will hear more from our sponsors um, later. But at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will find a sponsor page. You can check there and see if you can give any of our sponsors your business because they do make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and we'll send episodes straight to your inbox every Monday. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it comes from iTunes and Lenicole, I think it is. But she says, yes, thank you for making me feel so much more normal for following my instincts now. I wish I found this podcast and more information like you talk about earlier, but I didn't. I feel more confident and less alone in a world where sleep training is less taboo than keeping your little one close. And thank you so much. I'm glad you found us, first of all. And thank you so much for taking the time to leave us a review. We really appreciate it so much. And I totally agree with you. I feel like it is all the things are taboo, right? Except listening to your baby and your body and following that instinct. So you got a good point there. Yeah. And we have a couple of sleep training episodes coming up in the coming months. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so great. It's going to be really good. I know, I can't wait. Interviews from sleep people, well, one <laughs> interview, <laughs> and then like a, well, we're not going to tell everything. No, but there might be but it'll a be few good. opinions. Yeah. Yes, because we do hear this quite a bit. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be good. So stay tuned for that. I know we keep dropping these little things that we're going to be like good. doing lately, yeah. but. Um, no, it's good. It's Yeah, stay tuned know. for that. And while we're at it, I'm just going to throw this out there. I've had two people in the last week message me about an episode on marijuana. I know, yeah, I know. this we is need becoming. To we need to, yeah. This is this is a thing. We know that it's a thing. We know it's been a thing for a long time. But now that it's becoming legal in more places in the states, and I'm sure people that are listening around the world are like, "What the hell is your problem?" But um, it is now legal in more places in the States. So research really is lacking, which is why we really haven't done anything yet because there really is not a lot of research on it. And the research that's out there isn't very conclusive and it's not very positive either. So um, we're just kind of like getting all our ducks in a row for that. So don't worry, it will come at some point eventually. You know, we're not going to let that one go by without I mean, doing we can something. Just talk, yeah, we can talk about the research that's out there and the lack there of it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll do that. So yeah, so stay tuned for all those fun things. But today we're going to talk about getting a good latch because that is a really important piece of feeding your baby. Yes, I um I like this topic because um both of my kids had to work on their latch. And I don't think that like we really focus on that unless you're like, cause you don't know, nobody knows anything. We know nothing. They're not like, you know, in the hospital, they're like, not, I don't know. She didn't tell me any of the things that I later learned, you know? Yeah. Like about how to latch your baby. And like, if they're not latched right, they're not going to be getting very much milk out. 
And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or your milk supply. It's that the baby isn't like properly latched on. And they need help. They just got here. Yeah, they they absolutely need help. But as you're talking, like it's making me think about my experience in the hospital. And I mean, you only had one hospital birth, and then you had one home birth. So for your home birth, obviously, you didn't have like lactation perks and, you know, right there, like the hospital does. But I when I had my kids, my first one, they were both hospital births. My first one, I remember the lactation consultant. No, I don't even think she was. I think she was just a nurse. She came in to help me. And she was very helpful and very nice. And I had zero idea of what I was doing. And she did help me. When I had my twins, I never even saw anybody. So there's a lot of people, I'm sure, who never even see anyone in the hospital. So how do you know that your latch is good or bad? Yeah, how, right. how do you even know? I mean, the information out there is terrible. And I have people that call me all the time that are like, their nipples are torn up. I saw a mom the other day. She was like, there's a hole in this one over here. Her husband was like, there's a hole. What are you talking? You know, like what? (laughs) But it is, if you don't know that that's not supposed to happen, then you don't know that that's not a good latch. You don't know because you've never done this before. And that's okay. You should not feel ashamed that you don't know. And you should not feel bad to say, you know, or embarrassed to say, look at, I don't know what I'm doing here. Is this right? Does this look okay? Cause it doesn't feel okay. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like no matter what's going on, cause your baby's not going to come out and like latch real good. Like they need help. Mm-hmm. I, I, every latch, I feel like every latch could use like a little improvement. And definitely needs work in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's just like you can't just latch them on and let it go the way that we all think that, you know, that's what I thought. I'm like, why this should, why is it this hard? (laughs) Like, you just like should in the movies, they just put the baby on and then they bring the baby home and the baby sits quietly in the corner and latches on perfectly every time they nurse, if they nurse at all. But it is, your baby can't just like latch perfectly when they come out. No. And then, you know, then you might perfect that latch and it might be perfect, quote unquote, perfect for a couple of weeks. And then you got to switch it up again. Like that's not uncommon that as babies change, the latch changes as well. It changes with them. I think that, yeah. And I think that there's this idea that like, this is so hard and everything keeps changing and it's, you know, it requires so much work that I must be doing something wrong. Like we don't, there's no way to know how much work it's going to be before you start doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause if you knew you wouldn't do it. Right. So when you're in it, you're like, Oh my God, this is so much work. And that doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. It's just, that's how much work it requires. And that's why we should have, you know, a, a village of people around us supporting us, but we're all by ourselves without information. And it makes it even harder. It does. So, I mean, if if you're listening, obviously you're listening if you're hearing me say this, but thank you because you're already doing what need, you know, like trying to get the information. If you're passing the information along to other people, then that is like double kudos to you because people need help. You know, like this is not easy stuff. But the first thing we're going to say about getting a good latch is one of the most important things with getting a good latch, I feel like, well, there's so many important pieces, but one of the important things is how it feels. Like breastfeeding, a lot of breastfeeding and chest, be- and chest feeding goes by feel, what it feels like. 
Does it feel okay? Yeah. Are you feeling uncomfortable? Does it, you know, like if there's pain, it's not, we need to fix it. You know, like if it's, if there's pain there, there's, then the latch is not the way it needs to be and we need to fix it. So a lot of this goes by what it feels like for you. And don't let anybody tell you that what you're feeling is okay or what you're feeling is not like nobody needs to tell you how your feelings are, you know, or or what your pain level tolerance should be. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. This needs to be like how you feel. It might feel a little strange because you're not used to it, but you should not have pain or nipple damage with a good latch. So for getting a good latch, and we did an episode a few weeks ago on positioning. And you can, if you haven't listened to that yet, definitely like go back and and listen to that too, because positioning and latch really, they it goes hand in hand. You know, there's a lot that goes together with that, and it makes a huge difference on how your baby's going to feed. And if their latch isn't good, they're not going to get the milk that they need, and then that's going to be problematic. So, what right. do you think the the best things to start for getting a good latch? What would you say is well, to watch um, for. Yeah. So I, I know, I, I mean, I've, I've read, you know, Nancy Morbacher t- re- writes a lot about laid back breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about how the suckle reflex is um, triggered by like the pressure of like the, on the hips and the legs and the front part of the baby. Mm-hmm. Which is why that like late, you know, when you're leaning back a little, oh, I leaned away from the microphone. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> um, you know, when you're lean, when you're reclined, not like we're not talking about laying all the way down. I don't know angles, but like, you know, like in a recliner mm-hmm. and that pressure of the baby on their front side triggers them to suckle. And so this is why this is why this kind of position is in her what she's writing is recommended. And helpful for, you know, getting a good latch and for, you know, comfort as well. This is like, you know, it's got all these names like biological nurse, nurturing and laid back breastfeeding. And I don't know. There's other ones. It's supposed to be like the biological way that we are nursing. Mm-hmm. And um, so positioning, like you just said. Yeah. Is going to be. um important and it's like you know this cradle position is not the best way for babies to get latched on it's really not with them flat on their back yeah and that's where everybody kind of goes to is that cradle position first and that is really that's what we see yeah that's what we see happening right and that is a very difficult position for newborns to do because they don't have there's not enough support there for their head and their neck so it's just not going to be as comfortable for them, which means it's not going to be as comfortable for you. Right. So and giving yeah. them more support is, and when you're doing like that laid back or nurturing and, and the important thing too, to remember with positioning is just like Abby was just saying, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't get comfortable in a certain position. Like we're talking about right now, we're talking about the biological nursing or the you know, recline position. Some people have a hard time getting comfortable in that position because they feel like they can't support the baby well. Or if you had a C-section, that might be hard to kind of like get in that position. Whatever the case may be, if that's not comfortable for you, then find one that is comfortable for you. You don't have to do what somebody tells you to do just because that's what they tell you you should do. 
Yeah. And sometimes I do see that a lot in the hospital. People say, well, this is what they showed me. And it's like, well, we got to switch it up a little bit here. Yeah. If it's not comfortable, we got to switch it, it up. It's also helpful because we live in a society. First of all, it's very important. You're going to do what you've seen. This is like how social creatures are. Like we, mm-hmm. we breastfeed the way we see breastfeeding being done and we see it being done wrong. So me sitting here explaining to you what laid back breastfeeding is doesn't help you at all because you need to see it. (laughs) So this is why this information age is really helpful because we can relearn by watching and seeing things, you know, by like just go on YouTube and look Mm -hmm. at there's actually a um, an article here that that, uh, I wrote for somebody about um. Well, it doesn't matter. Nancy Morbacher, again, has a whole bunch of videos on like on doing laid back breastfeeding. And that in that way is really helpful because you are seeing it with your eyes mm-hmm. and not going, well, this is what I heard on this podcast and way to sit and it's uncomfortable. Well, yeah, it is. It, it really makes a difference when you see it. It makes yeah. a complete difference when you see it. And there's not just one way to do it. You know, but this is the way that or this, you know, this. There are ways that your baby's going to feed well, and then there's going to be ways that your baby's not feeding very well. Just positioning wise, because that's mm-hmm. your baby. That's what your baby is designed to do. Right. And we know that labor and delivery can definitely impact positioning for these little babies as well. So sometimes, and I, I mean, I think it's amazing that we can just go on YouTube or you know, Google videos or whatever pictures. And I have people that tell me that that's what they do all the time. Well, I'm having trouble with the latch. It doesn't seem right. But I went and did, you know, watched a bunch of videos and now I think I've got it down. Like, I think that's fantastic, you know, that we've got that ability to do that now. Um, But a lot of people do tell me that, you know, it doesn't feel right. The latch just doesn't feel right. And these are yeah. very first time parents have never done it before. But even then your instinct is telling you, okay, this is, this doesn't seem right. And follow that instinct. Even if somebody's saying, oh, it looks fine. If it doesn't, if it feels shallow and that shallow latch, you you know, if it feels shallow, it feels pinchy, it feels like the baby's not on well enough. They're not on deep enough. And that is definitely a latch that we need to work on. And sometimes people will say, well, this latch doesn't feel right. And somebody will look at it and go, oh, but it looks great. Well, great. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks matter. great. It doesn't feel right. There's a lot going on inside the baby's mouth that we need to consider too. So should we, why don't we do our break and then, oh, there's, oh my God, I know it's crazy. (sighs) Okay. We need a longer podcast or something. Okay, I know. And then there was definitely a couple things, but one of them I just forgot. So I'm going to try to like, try to remember remember it again. And then we'll get down to like actual practical. Here's how you work on your latch. No, everybody's waiting for that. (laughs) we'll be right back today's episode is brought to you by sarah's chill never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again sarah's chill was invented by a mom for moms and offers guaranteed convenience with their double walled stainless steel container a little bit of water and ice is all you need to keep your breast milk or formula safe for 20 hours no more lugging around chunky coolers and dozens of containers you can pump and double pump all day into one sleek container The chillers are dishwasher safe, airport friendly, and last a lifetime. 
Use it for wine, coffee, and any of your favorite beverages or even snacks when you're done breast or bottle feeding. Head over to Saris Chill, that's C-E-R-E-S-C-H-I-L-L.com, or check them out at Saris Chill on Instagram for more details. And be sure to use code BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25 for 25% off of your purchase. That's BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25. And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Are you tired of defrosting breast milk from your storage bags only to find that it's too much or too little milk? What if you could defrost the exact amount of milk you need every time? The Milky's milk trays look like regular ice cube trays but have 16 semi-cylinder cavities that each hold one ounce of milk. When it's time to feed your baby or prepare bottles for the day, just pop however many breast milk sticks you need into any type or brand of bottle. Nothing wasted. No extra breast milk left over, tempting your caregiver to overfeed your baby and blow through your precious stash. Once the sticks are frozen, just transfer them to a freezer bag, freeing up the milk trays for your next batch of breast milk. And they come with lids so that you can stack them, which will free up space in your freezer. They're reusable, environmentally friendly, made with food-safe plastic, and can be used for baby food later on. No BPA, phthalates, or dyes. Check out the Milky's Milk Trays at fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. And use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And these sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. And at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you can also find our breastfeeding resources all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. And we'll talk about latch. Yes, latch. I remember doing latch with Jack early on, um, and I don't even know why. I can't remember with him what was going on. There were so many things going on with him. But I remember learning how to like do the C-hold mm. with my breast and compress my nipple a little like make it kind of flat like a burger. Mm. Yep. And like rolling it onto his bottom lip, kind of opening his mouth wider and then putting it all the way in, which helped. And then once it was in like that, I would pull his lips out a little to make them cover a little bit more of the areola, which would help when he started suckling to get more of it into his mouth. Um, And then I did the same thing with Exley when um, he was not gaining weight. And that, working on his latch, doing that, and with breast compressions, like using some breast compressions while he was eating, he started gaining weight. The I'm glad you brought up the thing about the lips because that comes up a lot. And first of all, if the bottom lip is tucked under, which is pretty common. Like babies kind of, some babies will kind of like suck the, bre- the you know, the nipple in or depending on the positioning, their, you know, their mouth not, might not be completely open or they might not be open very wide. And that bottom lip can kind of get tucked under and that can cause like that frictiony pain and yeah. can be painful when you're nursing. And a lot of times I'll, you know, just kind of like adjust that lip for, for the um, mom and the baby. And they'll go, Oh, that feels so much better. Like it's, you know, it made a huge difference. And then people will ask me all the time, like, but the top lip doesn't flare. Does that mean they have a lip tie, but the bottom lip isn't flared out. Does that mean that there's a tongue tie? What if the, you just have to fix them. Just pull you it just out. Have to, yeah. You just have to You're flare it for them. It out. 
babies don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to do that. And sometimes the positioning, depending on what position your baby is in, their lip is going to look more flared out than it did in the position you did the last time. So all you have to do is just fix the lip. It's not that big a deal. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your baby if you have to flare his lips out. Eventually, no, they'll figure good. out. They what? don't know how to do that. Yeah, they, they don't. They and don't if you pull that. it out and you get them used to that, used to that feeling, they will start to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But in the beginning, when you're first working on latch, sometimes babies, you know, their jaws are kind of tight from just their muscles are all tight and they're not opening super wide. So you do have to manipulate things a little bit more in the beginning, like fixing their lips for them, putting them into a position, doing the the compression hold where like Abby was just explaining with um, the C hold around your breast, compressing the breast a little bit to make it a little bit easier for the baby to get a good mouthful, get a deeper mouthful. That is super helpful. And I feel like they don't, sometimes parents don't realize that they do have to compress their breast or they do have to help the baby quite a bit because the babies mm-hmm. just can't do it on their own. So that's really important to to remember that you need to support them and support their head and neck and support the breast for them and really make sure that they are opening wide and you're getting a good mouthful in there. And that's going to feel comfortable. Like you'll know the difference. If the baby is on deeper, you're going to feel more comfortable. Um, one of the things that I, re- I remembered that I wanted to mention is you'll hear people say, well, the areola has to mostly be in the baby's mouth. Oh, and the areola is the dark, you know, the dark skin around the nipple. Yeah. I mean, not every person is shaped the same Some way. people have areolas that are size of like tea trays or what are those called? Teacup, those teacup. saucers, those saucers. saucers. <laughs> tea trays. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't you get can't. all that in there. And no. you don't have to. And I've seen mothers like trying to stuff their breast into the baby's yeah. mouth because they're trying to get more areola in there. And that is doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, it could, it's one of those things where you say, oh, well, how's the latch? Like, oh, well, you know, get more areola in there. Or, yeah, well, feed for 15 minutes on each side. It's just something people say. Yeah. It's not necessarily something that you need to be following because everybody does something different. Everybody is shaped different. Everybody looks different. So go by how it feels. If it feels comfortable, if it doesn't feel pinchy, if you're feeling a good pull, the baby is nursing well, you want to make sure that those, the other reason why we want those lips flanged out for that good latch is because that will have a good suction. That means the baby's got a good seal around the breast. If the lips are tucked under, they're not going to have a good seal. You want the wet part of the lip to like, you know, seal the breast in. And that's really important for a good latch. Yeah. And it like lubricates things too. Mm-hmm. And they'll get them when that's where the suction comes from. Absolutely. And then uh, like nose to nipple. Yeah. Because a lot of times people are like in the nipples down by the chin and the baby's down there like trying to dig into <laughs> their digging down. And like there's no way to get a good latch that way. You want them to be like reaching up. Mm-hmm. Nose to nipple and let them like, give them space to open their mouth wide. You know, they need a little bit of room to to get that mouth open wide. Um, babies, sometimes babies do some weird things, man. Like, oh, my God. Did you see that post I posted? 
You must have because everyone saw it. It's blowing up. <laughs> it's um. I don't even know what the movie is, which makes me feel embarrassed. But it's um. What's his name? Oh yeah, with the um the person trying to kiss the yeah the kiss what's one that yeah. actor's name? I can't think of his name know. right now. He's hilarious, and um. So it's like me. It's like my baby trying to latch, and it's this woman. It's sort of like a scene from a movie where this woman is just like really really obnoxiously kissing this man this actor and he's like all like kind of embarrassed about it and but she's got her mouth is going all over his like cheeks and his chin <laughs> and his nose and it's just like she's going out and she looks like a little baby like trying to latch on it's so funny you have to go to the badass breastfeeder on instagram and look at this post i mean i guess by now it'll, we'll just put it we can just put the link in the yeah, um, put the link in the but that is like it's so funny because we've all seen our babies do this. Mm-hmm. They are so spazzy. They do not know what they're doing. They Their know that they want to be- latch. They know it's over here. They're looking around. They're all ups. They're all worked up. Yeah, you know they're and they're trying to latch on. And it's like this yeah. is this is what it's like. This is what you're working with. This is and why he- it's so hard. Their head will turn in a different direction. You know, like your your breast is in one direction. Your head, they'll turn their head completely the other way. Like if you touch their cheek, they'll like move. You know, like they yeah, right. babies are going by instinct, right? They don't know what is going on. Their hands are in the way. They're going. They're trying to their hand. They don't know that their hands are in the way. They don't know that they're right next to the breast. Because I will always have parents always say it's right there. I don't know why they're just not latching. It's right there. It's in their mouth. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea. So trying to kind of help them, guide them into that place makes it a lot easier. But definitely expect that you're going to be, you know, kind of, I don't want to say wrestling, but almost like, (laughs) kind of, yeah, like, because they are going to do some, some weird things. Like Abby said, they're spazzy. It's a perfect John word C. for them. Riley. Okay, the actor is. John oh, you were C. looking Riley. for the actor. <laughs> I just had to think of it. <laughs> I'm listening. I promise. I know. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I just had to. I had to come up with the name because it's like not an. I shouldn't forget that name. He's like a famous actor and he's funny. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. But your baby will definitely like be looking in a different direction, be moving their head down. I had somebody the other day that that called us at the peds office, and she's like, "Well, the baby keeps trying to." turn turn on her her on her stomach when she's trying to feed it's like that's not a feeding issue that's a baby issue like that's just what you're it's like you know three four months old she's like super distracted so she's wiggling all over the place like that is not that babies just do weird things and they're like looking for the nipple they don't know that the nipple is right there right they just don't know that they can smell you they know I mean, like instinctively they know, but they don't know how to know get to it. There. Yeah. They don't know how to get to it and they don't know how to make it happen for them. So that is why the support is really good. So your baby has to feel the nipple at the top of the roof of the mouth in order to stimulate their suck reflex. So if your nipple just lands like right on their tongue, they are going to be like, what are we doing here? I don't know what this is. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make this work. That needs to be a little bit deeper, which is why that compression sandwich that, what do they call it? Like the nipple sandwich, whatever it is. You're compressing the breast a little bit more. The baby can get out a little bit deeper. They can get more breast in their mouth, which means that that trigger of sucking is going to happen for them. 
if the baby is just kind of like at the base of the nipple, they're not going to do a good job with that latch. They're not going to get milk out the way they need to. It's going to be painful. We want them on deeper so that it's more comfortable. They're getting the milk that they need. And it's a good it's a good latch. And you feel like it's a good latch. You feel like your baby's on deep. You feel like they're feeding well. And that's what we want. Not yeah, the that'll lady kissing her face her. all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be much more comfortable for you. It will and they'll be. be able to get the milk out. Yeah. So sometimes what we see with this, when people talk about like, I feel like the latch is shallow. I feel like the latch isn't good. We'll see, you know, a lot more nipple damage. Um, probably some like maybe some cracking, some blistering at the base of the nipple. Mm. And that is that is very painful. And sometimes it's only one time, you know, like you might feel like you've got this latch down, it's working, you're comfortable, but then it's the middle of the night and you get kind of like you're half asleep and you're not really paying attention and you just pop the baby on. And it's like just one bad latch is enough to cause nipple damage. So you really do need to make sure that you are getting a good latch every single time. Um, and I do have people that tell me sometimes that like, well, in the middle of the night, you know, I don't really pay that much attention or I don't get as comfortable because I just want to go back to sleep. But it's really important that you take the time to make sure that the latch is good. Because it's just, it will cause pain if it's not. And that's not what we want for you. We want you to have a good latch and we want your baby to have a good latch. And I mean, they're not going to like... You know, because sometimes I'll ha- also have people say, well, the baby doesn't latch well. Does that mean that I- you have to retrain them to latch a good, you know, if they're used to latching shallow, are we going to like, is-, is they never going to latch deep? No. I mean, you just have to, you just have to fix them. Just fix them. They just don't know what they're it. doing. Fix it in the moment. Even just stop. If they latch on and it's too shallow, just stop. Take them off. Take it don't out. let them. Yeah. Take it off and, and start and- over again. That's another thing that that happens. It's like you get so, especially in the beginning where your baby's like, it takes so long to get them latched anyway because a a newborn and they're looking for the nipple and they're falling asleep in the middle of it all and everything else. And when you finally do get them latched, you're like, all right, the baby's on. We are not going to move. Everybody stay still. Nobody talk. And (laughs) we're just going to leave it this way. And that's it because the baby's on and I just want them to eat. It you need to stop and it's fix just them. It's not going to go well at all. No. They're not even going to eat well. You need to stop and fix well. them. Yeah. And it's, don't just pull your nipple out of their mouth because they oh. are sucking. So I don't know how much we need to tell people, but don't just start pulling because that'll actually trigger them to start sucking even more. Mm-hmm. You got to stick your finger in there. Yeah, like that's a good it. point. Because I do see sometimes... I'll, I've come to the point now where I'll ask people like, do you know how to release the latch? And sometimes they'll say yes. And sometimes they'll say no. And they'll just like pull the bit. The, yeah. And then they're your baby's like, not going to let go. You have no. to stick it in your hands in your mouth. Like you're trying to get something out of your dog's mouth. <laughs> so one of the other things, like how you just mentioned, which is perfect, that it's a reflex for them to start sucking like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people will say, Oh, but I try to take the baby off and then they start sucking again. That is a reflex. That is not them starving to death and you're taking their food away. That is a reflex. So it's okay for you to break the seal and start over. It's not going to traumatize them in any way, shape, or form. We just need to make sure that the latch is good. 
And sometimes you do in the beginning, sometimes you're starting over several times before it feels like it's right. And that is really frustrating and overwhelming, but babies need to learn and they learn by doing it. And a yep. lot of that is learn, you know, you're learning too. You're learning which position it works best for you. You're learning how to support your baby. You're learning, you know, what the best things to do is. And that's really important. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a bad latch. Ugh. I mean, it's terrible. And there yeah. are things, I mean, there are there are things, you know, that we that like obviously need intervention that affect their latch but a lot of times it's just you you need to fix it and i know we go we jump to we live in this world now that jumps to like you know tongue ties and lip ties and all of these interventions when we haven't worked on the latch yet right Definitely see a lactation consultant. It is so, so, so important. I always tell people too that, you know, when I see them prenatally, make sure you see somebody in the hospital. Even if you feel like it's going well, really try, at least ask. If they don't send somebody in, that's on them. But at least ask because sometimes lactation will come in and it will be a time where you're not feeding your baby and they might, you know, answer some questions for you or whatever, but make sure they see the latch at some point. Make sure they see it just so that, you know, okay, the position does look good. And, you know, just so that somebody can kind of get eyes on it and you can get somebody's opinion, but get a lactation consultant for sure. If you're not, if you, if you just need that, that guidance, really, like, I know people don't want to pay for one. I know, you know, that's comes up a lot, a lot where people just really like, I don't, you know, and yes, insurance should cover it. And the majority of the time it doesn't. But it is really important for the ongoing breastfeeding relationship that you have somebody that you can talk to, that you trust, that is going to help guide you through this because it is hard and you you don't know what you're doing. It's just such a new, unexplored territory. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, we, it's, it's for some, the lactation consultants are sometimes it's seen as like extra or like, oh, I can just do without it. But then, you know, we can't live without that stroller or that whatever. Right. Because this is what we see as like being valued in our society. And, you know, if you're planning on having a long term breastfeeding relationship, then it's really good to have a lactation consultant on hand mm -hmm. who's going to help you through that. That's like the main thing that you're going to be doing for a really long time. Yeah, so. And with the latch, you know, the baby gets older, the mouth gets bigger, they start getting teeth. Just because they start getting teeth doesn't mean that you have to stop. They don't automatically bite. No, they do not. But you do have to teach them how to, you have to work on the latch consistently. I remember when Jack was like, Jack, Exley had been born and Jack was, I guess, about to be three. And man, a god, his <laughs> latch. Ugh. It was so awful. And I he's three by this time. So I was like talking to him. I'm like, you can't do that. You need to like open up. You need to, you know, do these things with your mouth. And you have to stop doing whatever it is you're doing right now. Because it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that to him. You can say that to your newborn <laughs> like, if you, you have want to. to like, you can say it to the newborn. They don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Right. Um, but also an older, you know, a toddler can understand as well. Like, you know, you can like, no, no, no. that You know, that's not. 
it's not deep enough. Open wider. Or, you know, you can tell them. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the latch is going to change consistently. Yeah. So just kind of... People will be like, oh my God, they forgot how to latch. No, they didn't. They just... You just have to keep working on it again. It doesn't stop. Yeah. So that's that's latch. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. 